The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, and this is ADA Celebration Month. Every July, as all my listeners know, we spend the month celebrating the Americans with Disabilities Act, which is, of course, July 26th, and we have as our guest really legends that have helped in this area that were the reason that we today have freedom in the United States and the world when you are an American with a disability. And it is my honor and privilege to have as our guest today the author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, truly one loved by everyone in the disability community. Welcome to the show, Tony Quello. Joyce, it's great to be with you. Thank you again for inviting me and having me on your show. I love being on your show. Thank you again. Well, hey, ADA Month, who else will we start with but the author of the ADA? And you have done so much to help people with disabilities. But I thought for a moment, before we talk about some other things, uh, maybe you could describe to our listeners what that day was like. Uh, The day that it was signed? Yes. Well, um, obviously, you know, it was on the... Uh, White House lawn, uh, the president, uh, as I call him, Papa Bush. Uh, It was, uh, he decided to have it out in the open where uh, not just a few distinguished guests would be invited into the Oval Office or into one of the main uh, rooms in the White House. He decided to have it out on the South Lawn so that uh, hundreds of of disabled uh, people and friends could be there. Um, It was a joyous, joyous uh, time for all of us in our community. Um, But to have uh, the leaders of our community, uh, all kinds of uh, individuals with disabilities, uh, there, as uh, with the stroke of a pen, um, President Bush uh, made it so that those of us with disabilities, uh, by that stroke of a pen, uh, were granted our rights under the Constitution, like anybody else, was uh, a moment that brought tears to uh, many of us, uh, me in particular, um, it was a magical moment. It was, uh, you know, I think a lot of us um, never thought it would happen, um, but to actually be there on the White House lawn uh, with the president doing this and his comments um, 
and uh, it was it was just a wonderful, wonderful day, and to have played a role in making that happen uh, was uh, just overwhelming, uh, overwhelming to me. Well, I'm sure that it was, being that you also not only live with a disability, but you were the author of this great bill. And you mentioned about President Bush. I don't think everyone knows this, but this wasn't, like, extremely easy. This wasn't an easy move to get this signed. Um, I believe he did have some opposition in his own party. Isn't that correct? Yeah, there were, there were people uh, in the Congress that were opposed, but uh, his chief of staff, John Sununu, um, was opposed uh, in the White House. Um, uh, a, a good story is that uh, I had been told that uh, Sununu was opposing um, uh, the uh, bill and was advocating a, a, a veto and so forth. So I called John, who I knew quite well, and I said, uh, uh, what are you doing? Why are you? How come you're being so obstinate and, and so forth, and this is the right thing to do, and so on and so forth? And he said, Tony, I, I'm just opposed. I think it's wrong. I, I don't think we ought to be doing this. You're going to hurt business, and and so forth and so on. And uh, I, uh, I was about to say I'm going to do actually. Well, I know what you're going to do. You're going to, you're going to call the president, and he's going to tell me that I. Uh, step out of the way, and uh, if he tells me, of course I will. But until uh, uh, he tells me that, uh, you call him or whatever, I'm I'm uh, uh, going to be opposed. So uh, uh, we had to call the president, and the president um, told him that he was for it, and, and of course John stepped aside, and the president uh, approved the the uh, process going forward. Basically, what they had to do was to uh, say that the White House supported the legislation and, and so that it could, could move forward. Uh, the, one of the individuals uh, uh, writing uh, that uh, position of the White House is Senator Portman now from o- Ohio. He was White House counsel then. Um, and there are others uh, that were involved in in the White House uh, at that point who are still around and uh, and are uh, helpful um, uh, to us um, at this point in trying to get the disability treaty passed uh, the Senate uh, today. But it was, uh, uh, as most people I don't think realize, that President uh, Bush... Uh, Papa Bush and um, Mrs. Bush had a disabled child, and so um, uh, the president really understood uh, our community and what we um, were going through and why it was needed and and uh, always was a strong advocate and a strong supporter. And, and when uh, we were trying to get the Disabil- uh, ADA Amendments Act done, uh, uh, I went down to Houston and met with him about trying to uh, convince his son, uh, uh, Bush II, um, uh, George W. Bush, to support uh, the Amendments Act uh, so we could get that through. 
and he was uh, a supportive then and helped us uh, get that uh, uh, through the White House then. So um, President Bush, Papa Bush, uh, is uh, just a wonderful human being. His daughter, Doro, good friend of yours, Joyce, and mine, and, and um, uh, Doro, in the book she wrote about her father, uh, uh, has him quoted as saying this was one of the high points of his uh, public career was the ADA. Um, and so um, uh, he is a true hero for those of us in the disability community. Well, you know what? We need more heroes um, in the disability community because, as you know, we need continually all the help we can get being that we have this extremely high unemployment rate. And I know that someone right now that has been nominated would be one of those great people if he were confirmed, and that would be Tom Perez, uh, which, Tony, I know you know Tom well. Uh, maybe you could talk about him for a few moments and also how that would be helpful. Yeah, Tom Perez uh, was a Secretary of Labor in, in the state of Maryland, uh, he was uh, wonderful for the disability community there. Uh, I know him extremely well. He's uh, a lawyer, very accomplished. Uh, he was uh, nominated to, or appointed, I should say, to be head of the Civil Rights Division uh, at the Justice Department. And over the last uh, four-plus years, uh, has led the Civil Rights Division and has done more for uh, us in the disability community than anybody in the Justice Department that I know of. And we've had friends in the Justice Department, Janet Reno and, and others. Uh, but uh, Tom has done more than anybody that I know, um, uh, with, of course, the support of the uh, current Attorney General and the President of the United States. But Tom has been active, involved in enforcing the ADA, um, in making cities and counties and companies uh, uh, comply with the ADA. We've never had that type of enforcement, that type of activity, so that the uh, ADA meant something. Uh, you can write a law, you can get it on the books, but if the government uh, doesn't enforce it, it doesn't do us any good. Um, and we've tried to get the ADA uh, enforced over the years, and uh, we've got a certain degree of, of uh, cooperation and support. But uh, Tom has been in it 100%. He aggressively is involved, made some major inroads and so forth, and um, he's been spectacular for our community. And so uh, when the uh, President Obama was reelected, uh, it was time to uh, fill a cabinet uh, for his second term, uh, Tom Perez uh, was nominated for Secretary of Labor, and uh, there's uh, uh, he's gone through all the the background checks. He's cleared all that. Uh, he's gone through the procedure uh, in the uh, Health uh, and Labor uh, Committee. Uh, he got out of that after a huge fight in his nomination is now pending before the Senate, and there's an attempt to try to prevent the nomination from coming up, um, and uh, it will come up uh, 
either the week of July 8th or the, uh, the following week, and it may involve a closure vote, meaning where the uh, certain number of Republicans will try to prevent the vote from coming up. Um, and uh, the majority leader has in- indicated that if uh, they try to do that, he may try to change the rules to prevent uh, a closure from taking place, and so we could have a real vicious battle. Um, the reason that Tom is so important, and I'll get to where I hope your listeners would help us, is the reason that Tom is so important is because uh, the Labor Department, of course, is very involved in, in creating opportunities for all kinds of people to, to uh, uh, get jobs and so forth. There's the Office of uh, Disability Employment Policy uh, and the Labor Department that, uh, as you know, Joyce, uh, I helped set up. Uh, But uh, uh, it's the first uh, uh, labor uh, vice, I mean, labor assistant secretary that deals with disabilities that we've ever had. And that whole division is directed towards helping out our community to make sure that we uh, uh, have support of the government in regards to developing jobs and, and having the, the ability to make a difference in regards to the workforce for those of us in the disability community. Uh, Tom, if he were the Secretary of Labor, would do... I think, more than labor has ever done in regards to uh, our community. It would be a huge windfall for those of us in the disability community if Tom Perez becomes the Secretary of Labor. Um, And so uh, it's critically important that those of us in the community uh, contact our our senators and urge them to support uh, Tom Perez for Secretary of Labor. Uh, they, we, we need the votes desperately, um, particularly uh, uh, in, uh, in Georgia and Tennessee, uh, but uh, anywhere, uh, just call your senator and urge them to vote for Tom Perez for, for Secretary of Labor. Uh, as I say, it'll come up uh, next week or the week after. Uh, but we need uh, your active involvement. Uh, this is a real critical uh, thing for uh, our community. Uh, a phone call, uh, an email, whatever, but uh, letters will take too long. It has to be a priority. It has to be a phone call or an email right away. And I would urge all your listeners, Joyce, to do that right away. Well, you heard them. I mean, I know we all love Tony. So many people call me about Tony because, of course, Tony is my mentor. I love him so much. So he's given us a challenge. Now, you need to listen. Don't let this wait. It won't help. You heard what Tony said about the date. You have to get on that phone now, today at the latest tomorrow, and call that office and say, I am supporting the confirmation for Secretary of Labor of Tom Perez. You've got to call and tell them you want to see that happen. Because, Tony, those calls do make a difference, right? 
Yes, the calls, actually what happens today is uh, these senators uh, actually count the number of calls or the number of letters or the number of emails they get. Uh, they say, well, we got, uh, you know, 104 and, and 50 against, and, and that 100 makes a difference in my vote. Um, you know, I remember the days when it made a difference as to the substance and, and so forth. But today they count. Um, and some people can say, well, you know, that's what democracy is. But I really don't think that's really the case. There's organized efforts uh, 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 against Tom, some of them because of the decisions he's made to help our community. Uh, some people got very upset with uh, enforcing the ADA, and some of those people are now working against Tom's effort to become Secretary of Labor. Um, you know, I hate to ever say that we owe anybody anything, but you know what? We do owe people that have gone out of their way to help us uh, and, and making a difference for us uh, when they are having some difficulty, uh, I really believe sincerely that we have an obligation to help them. And Tom is the best person for Secretary of Labor, and he needs uh, our vote now. He needs us to pick up the phone, call our senator, and say, we want Tom Perez for Secretary of Labor. And that will make a difference. It will make a difference, and it will help our community tremendously, and it will help you individually. So please uh, make that phone call. And, you know, I want you to listen to what Tony said, because you know what really makes me angry? <laughs> when people say, oh, we should get this or that, or why don't people help more when we're talking about issues with their son or they themselves or employment, it, people with disabilities. Well, then we've got to turn around and help someone that is trying to make that happen. We've got to be powerful, not laid back. We have to be energetic about this because let me tell you, not just will he notice, but the White House will notice and the other presidential candidates will notice the power of the disability community. So we really have to get behind this. Um, it's so important. And you even heard what Tony said about why some people oppose this. You know, because he helped us. So once again, call your senator today, Tom Perez, for Secretary of Labor. Don't forget, make that high priority. And, Tony, you were just talking about, you know, the um, help that we need. And here we are. All these years later, we have this extremely high unemployment that I know you're trying to change. And I want to talk about that, but... Before I do, we're not going to break because we have a caller on the line. Judy, are you there? Hello. Hey, Judy, how are you? I'm fine, Joyce. How are you? I'm Hello. good. Hello, and, Judy. Uh, and my very good friend and mentor, Tony, how are you doing? Great, Judy Painter. How are you? I love you. I love you. And thanks so much for bringing this up and bringing it to our attention because I had no idea there is the vote today? No, it'll be next week or the week after uh, when uh, they bring it up. And if there's opposition or they try to uh, invoke closure, which means that uh, uh, they're going to force the vote, and it'll take you know 67 votes instead of 51. 
um, then uh, uh, which has happened, which is what happened to the bill yesterday. Yeah. So this is what you know could happen to Tom, and and so we'll need to have the support of of uh, several of the senators that that right now they don't have to be supportive of his nomination. They just got to be supportive of to permit him to vote to come forward, and uh, so they need to permit the vote to go forward, and that's the key here, is that um, uh, we want them to permit his vote to happen, because uh, we have the votes to to get him confirmed. We just need to make sure that people will let the vote uh, take place, and. Um, and, and not uh, play games with this nomination. Oh my God, this is July, and this this you know, we're already in the seventh month of of this administration. Uh, we need a Secretary of Labor, and we for our community, it's, he's the perfect guy for it. And I hate to see him being uh, punished because he enforced uh, the ADA and disability laws. Right, and uh, the unfortunate part about it is. As citizens, and I consider myself pretty much aware of things that are going on politically and, and what's going on in the country, and I, I try to keep my myself uh, well-informed, but I wasn't aware that this was going on. So I really think that, you know, you talking about it now and us having the ability, uh, for me personally, I can send something out through, like, constant contact to everyone that, you know, the thousands of names that I have on my, um, um, you know, list of, of people that have worked with our local foundation. So I think, you know, the more people that we can hear about it, and then, you know, also I belong to a, a coalition of, of um, you know, health organizations, and get that in, I can get that information out to them. That's great. And, that's and what let we them need. know. And that's sort of like, you know, getting that six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing that, you know, you know, building that pyramid and just, you know, spreading our our wings out into the communities. That's what we need. We've been working it hard. Uh, we've had the disability communities, uh, 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 the grassroots, I mean, the, the organizations in Washington. We've been meeting. We've been working hard to uh, get this done and um, and asked Joyce today if we could bring this up so we could spread the word. Um, and Tom uh, knows that I'm bringing this up uh, so that uh, we can uh, get as many people contacting their centers as possible. Uh, that's what it's going to take. Uh, we're close to getting the vote or uh, getting the, the uh, people to permit the vote to come forward. So do you think that's going to go out in something with the Epilepsy Foundation, or has it, and I missed it? Uh, the Epilepsy Foundation, uh, Joyce and I are having a conversation with them uh, tomorrow uh, to get them to uh, put out something. They have put out something. I saw something come out just yesterday, and you may have missed it. But uh, we're going to get them to do more than just that. So, Yeah, uh, I think I read the part that I read was the part where the it didn't make it to the 67th votes the um oh, the treaty yes yeah yes the worldwide global yeah. uh disability ADA. Yeah. so but this but this one is going to come up uh 
next week or the week after, this is right away. The treaty probably won't come up until uh, uh, July or September. Mm-hmm. So that's that's further down the line. But uh, and we'll, Joyce and I'll talk about that in a moment. But the but this is uh, next week or the week after. So this is urgent right away. Okay, great. And great. Judy, I just want to tell you, I want I want everyone listening to the show. If everyone would do what Judy just suggested, we would be able to make an enormous difference. So I hope if you're listening, use her as a role model, the way she said she's going to get this out to all of her contacts. We need someone that really is close to the disability community in labor of all places. So, Judy, thank you so much. Thank you, Joyce, and I look so forward to seeing you at our 25th annual Fun Run Walk with the Pittsburgh Pirates, who happen to be in first place at this time. That's right. I want everyone to know that first place, you know how I like the Pirates. And, Judy, I will be there. And then we're also going to have Alan Fanica, who has epilepsy there. So um, we're hoping that uh, we're going to get a lot of people out and um, we'll have a good time. And, Tony, of course, you know you're always welcome in Pittsburgh, not that you don't have anything else to do. But I, I wish you. you both a wonderful Fourth um, of July weekend, and um, God bless our country, and God bless both of you for everything that you do. Thank you. Thanks, Judy. Thank Take you care. so much. Thank mm-hmm. you. Bye-bye. See, that, that's what we need, Tony. We need people to do that. That <laughs> is what we need. Uh, because, as you just said, it's too close. We can't let, can't let this go on. Um, and you brought up CRPD. Tony, do you want to talk about that? Because, you know, it's like I'm always saying how many things you're behind. Okay, so this is another one. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, the ADA, as everybody knows, is the law of the land here in the United States. And uh, as a result of it uh, being passed here, a lot of other countries decided to, uh, or the activists in these other countries, decided to see if they could get it adopted in their countries. And so it's now the law of the land in uh, uh, something like 52, 53, or more countries, uh, which is fabulous, right, that we have uh, exported something good to other countries and how many um, millions of people with disabilities uh, are impacted as a direct result of something that we have done here in the United States. Uh, The UN then decided that uh, they would uh, adopt a treaty to try to get uh, all nations on this earth to do something similar to the ADA uh, for uh, their uh, constituents uh, in their individual countries. So you, so a treaty was adopted. Uh, we signed it under President George W. Bush, um, and uh, uh, over 130 different countries have signed it. And we are now in the process, uh, the different countries, of ratifying uh, that treaty. Uh, so we are now, uh, the U.S., it's come to the United States to be ratified. Over 100 countries have ratified it. And we tried to get it ratified by the United States Senate, which ratifies <clears throat> treaties. We tried to get it ratified in December of last year. And because of uh, people who 
uh, are opposed to the UN, um, uh, they spread rumors basically saying that if this treaty were to be confirmed, uh, that the UN uh, could come into uh, your home if you were a homeschooler, and you they could um, if your home wasn't ADA compliant, uh, they the UN uh, could uh, take your disabled children away from you. Well, that is a pack of lies. It is despicable that anybody would scare uh, people uh, with disabilities or loved ones with disabled children into thinking that there is any truth to any of this. But it did scare a lot of people, and they called senators, and we, uh, we needed 67. We were at 64, and people uh, called by the thousands to senators, and we ended up with 61 votes when it came to a final vote. And so it didn't pass. So we're going to bring it back up this year. Uh, we'll, uh, it'll be up, I don't know, in uh, July or, or September or sometime this year. Um, and we are aggressively going after these lies and these misrepresentations. It, it, Joyce, it, what I get so furious about is not the families who have called in, uh, not the senators who uh, voted against the treaty, uh, because these families were misled and these senators were uh, misled by the people uh, who called in. But what is despicable is the people who deliberately lied and in lying and passing around this information uh, did it to raise money for their own groups. That's what irritates me, upsets me, um, uh, that uh, we don't participate in, in continuing to lead the world in regards to helping disabled uh, individuals across the world or leading the world in regards to uh, de developing accommodations for people with, with disabilities. We, we are the leaders in assistive technology. We are the leaders in uh, developing accommodations for uh, all types of disabilities. American businesses are. And those create American jobs. Uh, those enhance American businesses. And what these folks are doing by defeating this treaty are, in effect, gonna, going to uh, hurt those businesses. Brazil, for example, right now is saying that they want to take over the assistive technology business. And IBM and others are concerned that they will lose that market. And we're talking about millions of dollars. The globalization of these businesses means that these products, these, the software, these uh, devices, will, the more you globalize it, the more people use it throughout the world, the cost of these goods, the cost of this software will go down. That means it's cheaper for people with disabilities here in the United States, but cheaper for people with disabilities all over the world. That means more money for the businesses here in the United States 
who make those goods, who produce those goods. That means the workers, the American workers, able and disabled, who produce those goods, create, create some more jobs for them. I just, as you can tell, I get furious with the people who deliberately mislead, provide false information to scare people into opposing this treaty for their own selfish personal gain and deliberately mislead so people will be frightened and want to contact folks. So we're going to bring it up. Uh, hopefully uh, we'll, uh, some of your listeners uh, will contact their senators and say, please don't be misled um, in regards to the disability treaty and support the disability treaty. Don't believe those people who are trying to say that uh, the UN will take away uh, our disabled children. It's not true. Um, and all the other mi- uh, mistruths that they provide. Um, so we'll see as this moves along, but uh, we'll keep you informed, Joyce, and if your listeners um, would uh, call Tom Perez is the priori- priority right now, but at the appropriate time, um, if they will call in regards to the treaty, treaty um, it would be helpful as well. As you can tell, um, I'm very passionate about Tom, and I'm very passionate about this treaty. Well, yes, you are. And that's why I'm going to have you come back on before the vote goes for that treaty. Uh, Both so important, although right now, as Tony said, remember, immediate Tom Perez, but then the same power when we go for this treaty. You can see how passionate Tony is about it. I think we do have another caller on the line. Phil, are you on the line? Hi, Joyce. Hey, Phil, how are you? Great. It's an honor to be with you. Hello, Phil Gatone. How are you? Great, Tony. It's great to be with you as well. Thank you, sir. And uh, I just wanted to say, uh, first and foremost, uh, how honored I am to work alongside in a cause not only uh, for people with epilepsy, uh, but people with disabilities in general, uh, many of whom have epilepsy, um, I believe that from a standpoint of uh, labor and finding employment and, and helping people with disabilities have a fair shot in the workplace and people with epilepsy have a fair shot toward employment and the freedoms that come with employment, I just want to say how thankful I am, Joyce, uh, not only for your leadership and Tony's, but also for having Tom Perez uh, on your show and and uh, for his work uh, in this in this arena, uh, you know Tom. Uh, prior to uh, my wife Jill and I moving to Maryland, I do know that that you were um, uh, there as Secretary of uh, Department of Labor, uh, Licensing and Regulation in Maryland. And I just want to thank you because my son, who has a disability, uh, is uh, gainfully employed in Maryland. And uh, we're so thankful that he has an opportunity as a young man with epilepsy to, to have that American dream of getting a paycheck and, and doing his part to be a part of a community. And I, I know that your leadership is uh, paying big dividends. And um, I just wanted to say that uh, you know, from a uh, standpoint of people with disabilities and people with epilepsy, this confirmation will be great 
for all of us, and, and people with epilepsy need an advocate in the Department of Labor, and uh, we, we appreciate all you've done to help us and all you will do uh, once, you're, once you're confirmed. Well, you know, Phil, although Tom is not with us right now, he is mm-hmm. listening to the show. As right. a matter of fact, they know about this show today at the White House, and hearing those words come from the CEO of the National Epilepsy Foundation, once again, a personal story uh, similar to when you met Valerie Jarrett, having those you know, personal stories make such a difference. And I know, Tony, I know that that story alone would mean so much, it means so much to Tom. Absolutely. It's what Tom's all about. So I appreciate, Phil, you, you coming on the show and, and in effect, speaking to Tom uh, because uh, it's, you know, he, he believes so firmly in making a difference in people's lives, and he did that in Maryland, and he's doing it right now at the Justice Department, and boy, what he could do at Department of Labor, U.S. Department of Labor, uh, when he uh, gets confirmed. So uh, I appreciate uh, your personal story, and, and uh, hopefully uh, with uh, your influence, you can get uh, people uh, throughout the Epilepsy Network to make those phone calls to uh, their senators to help out uh, getting Tom confirmed. So thank you very much. Well, thank you, Tony. And I have to say that, you know, whenever you need leadership, it's always uh, a special blessing when you have someone who's uh, been proven, uh, had to go through, uh, you know, that uh, that test, <laughs> that baptism by fire, you know, and to know that Tom has uh, been there and done that and has the experience to, um, to lead uh, in this critical area, uh, it gives me confidence to know that uh, people with disabilities are going to be in, in, in great hands with, with, with Tom's leadership, as is the case for people with disabilities who have seen your example, Tony, and your example, Joyce, when you think of those stories you know, for, for me, just my personal story, not knowing if, if my son was going to live uh, through all the, uh, the seizures that he was having and the brain surgeries, to, to see him have a chance to find employment, uh, and then to, to know that the laws that were put in place through the work of people who got into this business well before he was born, to, to lay a path for him, so that he could find employment and wouldn't be discriminated against. Uh, it's, a, it's a passion uh, that has been kind of created in me and in my wife, Jill, and in the people that we associate with, because we see the result of somebody who goes from being uh, a person who needs help from the government to being a tax-paying citizen, because they're now working. And so we're honored to to know both of you and to think that a gentleman like Tom would have an opportunity to lead and carry forward the work that he's uh, been uh, so successfully doing both in, um, in the Department of Justice and in Maryland prior to this. Uh, it's, it's a real honor to be able to know someone like Tom and to, uh, to support uh, his effort. 
Thank you, well, Phil. Well, Phil, I, I thank you so much. Once again, Phil Gatone is the CEO of the National Epilepsy Foundation, uh, and it means so much, Phil, that you took time to call in. Thank you so much. My pleasure. It's an honor to talk to you both. All right. Take As care. you can see, we have uh, support from the disability community out there for Tom Perez. And, uh, you know, I want Tom to know we are all behind him. But if we're behind him, we've got to pick up that phone and call the senators. Not enough to say it would be nice. We've got to do something about it. Right, Tony? That's exactly right. You've got to make the phone call, make the effort. You know, I have to ask you a question before someone else calls in because it seems like I never get through my questions when you're on the show, Tony. Um, But here's what my question is. Okay, there are many people that were in Congress, many, many people, and, you know, throughout history. And a lot of them, though, they retire, and they still do good things. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you are sort of in a category of your own because you are the congressman that's still talked about because you are still so involved. And I just want to tell you, listeners listening, when I say involved, okay, I'm meaning 24 by 7. Don't think like Tony's this person that, oh, you know, you don't hear from him for a few months, not interested in disability. He is 24 by 7. Tony, why is that? Joyce, I don't know. Uh, It's my ministry. Um, It's my passion. Uh, It's uh, what I'm all about. Um, I um, spend at least 60% of my time um, dealing on disabilities. Um, I uh, feel it very strongly. Um, I may have a lot to do with the fact, as I tell people when I get asked why I uh, still do this, even though uh, I have been successful in so many things, you know, I think once you go through um, a, you know, suicide because uh, your attempt to suicide because of um, uh, your disability, be- because of rejection, people not believing in you, uh, your feeling that your family turned against you, your church and, and everything else, Um, And then you have to decide that um, there is something to live for, that you do, in effect, uh, end up believing in yourself and loving yourself for what you're about. Um, I think that uh, you then want so, or at least with me, you then want to so eagerly pass on um, that to other people. I, I just, um, uh, I always so desperately want to help out uh, others that have uh, a disability or a misfortune of any sort, I guess, but particularly people with disabilities to, to live a better life, uh, a better quality of life, to have fairness. Uh, I really resent when when people with disabilities don't have the same opportunity as others uh, uh, because of government or because of whatever, um, and don't get that opportunity to to succeed 
um, as I did or or whatever, uh, and I feel strongly about it. And I I am passionate about trying to change things and so forth. So it's I live it, I breathe it, I think it, uh, um, and I feel good when I can make a difference in in one person's life. Uh, I just I just feel good about it, and I just like to do that, and I love doing that. And I, my family at times says that uh, uh, they come second to that passion, and and I don't know if that is totally true, but I can see how they feel it uh, because I I I am just um, so committed to. Um, trying to make a difference, and that's uh, what it is. Uh, I don't know what uh, how else to describe it. Well, you know, when you, you have a ministry, and so sure. just like anyone in the ministry or any of the famous uh, people, you know, that lived, that were in some way a disciple or a minister or a saint, whatever they were, that does come first. So, you know, it's not unusual that you're on this crusade. That's what I would say. You're on a crusade, and that's probably why it never burns out with you, because you're on a crusade. And God knows I don't know what I'd do without you, Tony, so I'm just one of the millions of people that you have influenced or blessed, um, and, and you know anyone, again, listening to the show, this man is humble, but he's really important. He, congressman, wrote the uh, author of the ADA, um, created ODEP. I never even thought of that till he said that today, which is true. He went to President Clinton and wanted the President's Committee. That brought into the Department of Labor so it would have that credibility. Section 503, the ADA Amendments Act, UN Convention on Rights of Persons with Disabilities, all the work you've done with the Epilepsy Foundation, you know, I don't know how you have time to breathe. Well, I, I don't, I don't give it, I don't think twice about it. It just, I feel that it is my ministry, and I feel um, just like it's, uh, it's got to be done, and and I just. To feel compelled to do uh, these things to to make a difference. I I I feel blessed that God's given me the opportunity to do these things. I mean, I I don't uh, take it as uh, as a as a job or as as whatever. I just I just am so blessed that. I have an opportunity to do these things to make a difference, and and oh sure, I get tired and and so on. But I I really mean it when I say um, I'm really a blessed person. Well, you're a blessing to all of us, and let me just tell you, I I would put a 25 year old against you any day, and they would lose. No <laughs> one has your energy. It is mind boggling how much you travel, how much you speak, how much you do nonstop. But um, I know I love you, and I know everyone else loves you, and 
Um, I just want everyone to know he is the real deal. It's not just talk. I see it. He is the real deal. And, Tony, for any young person, now that I think of it, I know you love young people. And any young people with disabilities out there, do you have any uh, words of advice for them when it comes to the fact that they're struggling or, you know, they're facing barriers, uh, they're having a hard time? What advice do you have for them? Joyce, I, 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 you pointed out correctly, I love working with uh, young people. I love, uh, you know, they have so much in front of them, and, uh, you know, I've dealt with a lot of young people. Some have not been able to adjust and have committed suicide, and that's crushed me when I've not been able to help them. Um, but, you know... I always try to tell young people that look at, you ultimately have got to uh, face whatever it is that people are saying. You know, so many of us with disabilities uh, end up being bullied in some way. Um, People not believing in us, uh, making uh, negative remarks, be it from family, be it from so-called friends, or being it from uh, people who are just totally disrespectful. Um, but you've got to look through all that, and ultimately what you've got to end up doing is looking into a mirror. Uh, looking into a mirror and look at that person in the mirror and talk to that person in the mirror and uh, ask that person in the mirror questions and answer that person in the mirror. Um, you've got to be willing to talk to yourself and you've got to be ultimately say to that person in the mirror that you're okay. You've got to be able to say, I love you or you're okay. You've got to be happy with that person in the mirror. And once you do, it's so powerful once you do. Uh, Once you do, nobody can hurt you. But you've got to be able to say you're okay. Um, And then no matter what anybody says, you're okay. No matter what anybody does to you, you're okay. And then you can go through anything that anybody tries to do. And for young people, it is so important for you to believe in yourself, for you to ultimately say you're okay, you believe in yourself, and you don't really give a darn what other people say or what other people do. That goes for your family, that goes for anybody down the street, that goes for your worst enemy, that goes for whoever it is that doesn't believe in you, that isn't helping you, that isn't doing what they should be doing to advance you as a person. And it's when you believe that that you can really make the difference, right, Tony? You can make a difference in any way that you want. You can make a difference in your life. You can make a difference in helping other people. You can do so many things once you are able to say you're okay. But you've got to be willing to look at that person and say that. And that's why a mirror is so important because you've got to look that person in the eye or if you are uh, sight impaired, you got to be able to put your hand out and touch that person's face uh, 
in that mirror. Tony, I did want to ask you one thing. If you had to leave a message today for our listeners, what would it be? Well, I would say this. I would say that we have made such great progress as a community. Uh, We have a long way to go. Uh, But I think a lot of times people will say that, geez, the unemployment rate is so high that this is going on or that's going on. And I always like to say, look at, remember that uh, people of color got their rights in the mid-60s. Women uh, uh, didn't have the right to, to vote or to own land or, or do whatever, and they got their rights. Uh, and we got the ADA in 1990. Uh, we have moved faster in getting our basic rights than uh, in since 90 than any of these other groups. Some are still uh, struggling as we are to to eliminate the discrimination and so forth. So be thankful for what we have, but don't be so thankful that you sit back, keep pushing, keep uh, making sure that people understand that we want to be treated just like anybody else. We don't want anything for nothing, uh, but we want the same thing that everybody else has. Uh, We don't uh, uh, expect to be treated uh, any differently, uh, but we want to be treated the same way. Um, that's what the American system is all about. That's what's so beautiful about our country. Uh, but uh, we as a, a community uh, want our rights and we want to be treated fairly. And that's all it is. Um, and, and if we as a community stand up and say that we want it, I know our system will let us have it. But we as a community have to believe in ourselves and we have to uh, make sure that people provide that to us. Amen to all of that. We end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. And by the way, today, 1964, the Civil Rights Act was signed. So how perfect that Tony would be on today. And that quote from a famous civil rights leader is Tony Quello, who said, work gives us dignity. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters with people like Tony Quello at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 